welcome back to the Blog Masterclass podcast. Today we have an amazing expert with us, Amandine, who is a marketing expert for tech startups. And she's here to talk us through trying to market our blogs and really getting involved and loving the experiment of, mar of marketing and really getting out there and seeing what we can do and what works for our blogs. So I was sort of interested to see what your thoughts were in terms of how bloggers can market themselves and you know what they should be doing and things like that because you are the expert. <laughs> I also really like the fact that your blog um, looks at a lot of that sort of thing. You know, yeah, helpful. I really try to focus on, on keeping it professional mm -hmm. and yeah. um, actually I'm going to bring it more and more professional because I, I started blogging just a few weeks, like maybe two months ago. Right. So it's really fresh, new, yeah. and uh, it's really exciting. But first, I, I just started writing, you know, what just what I had in mind and, and some articles that I think um, my audience will enjoy. But yeah. then recently I was thinking I would, I really want to touch a specific audience and um, I'm going to refocus my blog in the next weeks. Uh, to be more about marketing tips, but applicable marketing for uh, tech startups. Yeah. Really focusing on tech startups because I think there are the kind of companies that really need to more um, to have some marketing requirements, some marketing advices. Yeah. So is your idea for your blog that it will sort of lead into a business for you, or is it? Um, well, it's not my main objective. Um, I read a lot of blogs about people writing about the fact that it's really important to find a way to monetize your blog as soon mm, as possible. Yeah. And I definitely agree with that. So yeah, of course at some point there will be some way to make it more like a business. Yeah. But it's not going to be my main business. I mean, I don't want to be a full-time blogger at all. It's not my objective. Yeah. Um, I have an, an awesome job right now. I really love my job. And it's more like um, a side side project for me yeah. and I want to keep it this way but if I can help more and more people with this blog uh, maybe doing more things like more consulting or more yeah. courses kind of things uh, yeah definitely I will so not necessarily turn the blog into a business but sort of as a way to advertise your business maybe um, as you're consulting a bit more yeah it's it's yeah it's not that I want to really build a business by myself but why not? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if it can help really people and, and uh, if, I, if it can have the impact that I really wanted to have, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think people are, uh, it's easier for people to have advices from some kind of company or a bigger system yeah. than just writing a blog for many different persons. So uh, at some point, yeah, I think it would be necessary. Yeah. I think it is really good to, it's, it's easy to forget, I think, sometimes that, like, obviously you've got knowledge that everybody else doesn't have, and so it's really good to sort yeah. of find blogs that really help other people and help you blog. But in the same time, it's not easy to really realise that you have some knowledge that people doesn't have, because mm. marketing, it's not like um, programming, for example. When you're a programmer, you have some knowledge, and of course, so the guy next to you doesn't know how to program the exact same language that you do. And you know, it's it's easier to categorize. But marketing it's something um, you can you can be a great marketer and not 
have been to a marketing school or to follow those kind of courses. Mm -hmm. I just about listening to your audience and you know, a lot of things that you can learn and, and you can learn by yourself just by trying to do things, experimenting, these kind of things. So I think it's 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 something that it's quite open and and yeah, it's it's really hard to really understand that you have this knowledge and that also don't because it's not it's just not the same point of view and, and they really need this complementarity. Yeah. So what tips would you give to bloggers and people working on the sort of online world? Have you got any sort of specific advice? Uh, I think there is no one advice that is great for everyone. That you, it's really important to don't just read some tips online and just try to apply it. Yeah. And, you know, just focusing on applying because someone else uh, did it or it worked for someone. I think it's really different of your audience and particularly when you're a blogger. I didn't work with a lot of bloggers, but I think it's it's the same kind of problematics that can uh, the startups can have. And, and it's, it's about having some visibility from and, and um, yeah, having some visibility in a specific space and really being, being able to touch a specific audience. So I think it's really important to understand this audience. And, and I know that every blogger blogging about blogging <laughs> says that it's really important to understand your audience. But really, it, it's, it's really important, but not just to try to write down the persona that you're never going to meet. <laughs> but I think it's important to just go out and try to figure out how to meet your audience. Even if they're not your audience, but they're some kind of archetype of your audience. Uh, for example, I before starting this blog, I was doing lots and lots of networking events in London, uh, also in France, but mainly in London. And um, and actually, it's it's because I was doing all those events and meeting all those young entrepreneurs that then I really wanted to start this blog um, because I really understood that there was some need. Yeah. Um, but I think it's it's for any kind of bloggers, even lifestyle bloggers. I know that they're doing lots of things like events, those kind of things. But it's really important to just don't go just only to uh, blogger events or to events for the blogs, but also to go maybe to other kind of events where they can meet their main target and be sure that what they're doing is really matching uh, what people expect. Yeah, cause I think that is one of the problems that bloggers get stuck in. I'm yeah. a blogger, I'll go and meet up with bloggers, and then it's easy to forget that you're not writing for another blogger, you're exactly. writing for whoever it is that you're writing for. That, that's great to be able to meet other bloggers, that's something that I really would like to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I know my audience, but I don't really know bloggers and yeah. kind of, of people, but I think it's good because you have, you know, you can exchange about issue, issues you have and uh, other bloggers, have, they had this issue at some point or they're having this issue right now, but then, yeah, that they're not your videos. They can be your videos and supporters, but they're not your main audience. Yeah. Unless you're, you're blogging about blogging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if they're not your audience, they're not your audience. Yes, they are. Not. <laughs> um, but then, a part of that, uh, I think that there is something really important also and that we can do when we're a blogger is that experimenting. Experimenting is really great. You And when you're a blogger, you have the possibility to just be by yourself generally, uh, unless you're blogging for a company, but the situation is a little bit different. Yeah. But generally, you're blogging 
for yourself when you're starting to build something and I think it's important from the beginning to try to think sometimes to you know have a step back and think about what you're blogging about and what you want to achieve from that but also um, to just you have the freedom to experiment new things so you don't have to be on all social media platform or you don't have to do everything that other bloggers are doing but you have to you can try so um, you can just say hey I'm going to try uh, this new platform for maybe a month and I'm going to keep record of my actions and that talking about you know being like a control freak <laughs> just to, to be able to say okay I spend maybe um, one hour a day in this new platform and yeah. uh, let's see how many uh, new viewers I have or new subscribers or the kind of things it's it's doesn't take that much time to do this experimentation but it I hope you don't waste time yeah on the social media or on a platform where you're not going to meet anyone so when you started your blog, did you sort of experiment with each of them and then decide on a couple of social media platforms? Um, well, it, I, I started uh, experimenting a little bit. Yeah. Um, it didn't really work out, really, but I think because I started experimenting maybe a bit early. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, I started doing the kind of things when I had maybe three articles on my, on my blog. Right. <laughs> so I think when you have three articles, even if people can stop by, they're not going to stay or, or anything. But for social media, um, I'm, I'm spending a lot of time on Twitter, right. on my personal Twitter account. So I created a second Twitter account from the blog because on my personal one, I tweet a lot about virtual reality, right. working in this industry. And this is a fantastic industry, and I'm I'm building relationship with influencers, with a lot of people, and I don't want to mix everything, and I also didn't want my my audience on my personal Twitter um, to be mixed up, you know, yeah. um, because I I recently joined this virtuality uh, company, and well, I'm meeting lots of people, and I didn't want people to expect to expect me to write about virtual reality only yeah. or to write about my personal things you know i wanted really to have inspiration to, to just to start and then you'll see why not mixing a little bit yeah. there's no problem with that just to start you know not to confuse people so as i spend already lots of time on twitter <laughs> i think i understand quite well twitter yeah so i decided to really spend lots of time on twitter with the blog account um i didn't I didn't want to have a Facebook page right. yet. We'll see later. For now, I really want to focus on the Twitter page and on writing articles, really interesting articles. Um, I'm thinking right now about starting an experimentation on, um, on Pinterest. Um, but yeah, I think um, it's important to don't spend too much time on every platform. You don't need it. Unless yeah. you're really quite big already and you're struggling finding new people to bring to your blog. But then if you are if you're really comfortable with one platform, it's it's okay. I mean before if if someone just stop by your blog and says that you're really active on Twitter, it's it's easier, you know, they're going to follow you on Twitter. And if you're on every platform you can be really proficient and active on all platforms at the same time. Absolutely, yeah. It's better to be really good on one rather yeah. than post a tweet every week and exactly. a Facebook message every other week. Yeah. yeah, so people can people know that 
but they want to contact you where they are not you know they are not going to expect or to wait for a few weeks uh, that you answer yeah. you know it's like okay so this person is on twitter so that i'm going to tweet him and yeah tweet her. i don't know what, what's your what's your favorite platform um i think probably twitter as well because okay. it is so varied isn't it like you can yeah. get pictures it, yeah it's very between twitter and instagram for me okay i'm quite a picture person but yeah yeah as advantage of twitter is that you can share lots of of content so yeah maybe yeah pictures, you do. videos gifs whatever yeah everything chatting also but you can also have some private conversation yeah. it's really and it's instantaneous yeah so it's, it's really great for that but then I understand that some people prefer Facebook because you also have lots of things on Facebook and more and more because now you have the um, live pictures and yeah. all those things. So yeah, I guess everyone just have this preference. Yeah, and I suppose there's an element of not just what you want but what your audience wants. So if yes. your audience isn't doesn't like interacting with Facebook pages, mm -hmm. then obviously there's no point of having a Facebook page and exactly. working that. I think Facebook can be a really great tool, but maybe not to start. Right. Because the thing is, you have to bring people to your Facebook. For example, on Twitter, it's uh, it's easier to just stop by a new tweet or to hear about someone new yeah. uh, that doesn't belong to your network because you're going to do research or you're going to see a conversation between this person and someone from your network. So I think it's a bit easier because on Facebook, to bring people to your Facebook page, they have to hear about it and you have to bring them to your Facebook page. Yeah, it's a so lot harder to get people over on exactly. your page. Yeah. But if you are building a community, for example, even if you're starting, but if your blog is really um, aimed to be some kind of platform and, and really aimed to have some discussion about some topics, then Facebook is really great because you can create a Facebook group and then people get the change without really, you know, having lots of messages behind, uh, you know, at the end of a long article. Yeah. So I guess it depends what you're blogging about and what you want to do with it and how you, how your audience is exchanging and what they are, of course. But I think it's really hard when you start to really understand where people are. So uh, I think it's good to first. Um, choose the platform that you're the most comfortable with and then trying to do some experimentation with your blogging scrolling. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's that sounds really sensible, yeah. And pushing your boundaries more and things like that and sort of, you know, trying out the, the new things. I'm terrified of Facebook Live at the moment. Oh, really? I'm refusing to go anywhere near it because I feel like I'd just spend like minutes then like I've got nothing to say. <laughs> uh, yeah I guess it's a, it's another way to to do it. It's another kind of content. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you if you know Twitch. If I'm not oh yeah Twitch. I've heard of it but I haven't got an account. Okay. Um I'm I never um did any Twitch myself but I'm watching a lot of people on Twitch. Right. Uh almost every night actually. <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's a new TV for me. Um, <laughs> YouTube's my new TV. <laughs> yeah, YouTube is also great. And I think it's uh for example, if you're doing a vlog or if you're really lots of content on on, on YouTube, um it might be good to have sometimes to host some live YouTube yeah. feed or to have a Twitch. But Twitch is more for video games and, and the platform has really strict rules. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, it's really strict. You have to be sure that you read everything before starting <laughs> because uh, it's, they're, all, they're all going to ban you really easily. 
I saw it online as a departure where just planning and plans. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. You have to be really aware of the rules. Yeah. But then you can just try to find the right balance between different platforms. So you can do um, lots of YouTube videos, but also have some I don't know some kind of balance with maybe um, Facebook or I think it's really important to not just be on only one social media. Yeah. To be accessible, particularly when you're growing, even if you focus on one. It's, it's good to be able to communicate with others on other platforms. Particularly um, YouTube, for example, if you're doing lots of YouTube videos, it can be tricky for people to know exactly when there is a new video. Um, of course, people who subscribe will receive an email. But for all the other people who have not subscribed to your channel, yeah. you have to hear about it. And uh, you may be not going to be in the feed page, you know, or on the main page. So it's important also to communicate with the other platforms where you are. So what do you, in terms, every time you um, post a blog post, mm -hmm. do you tweet about it and things like that and try and publicise it within that group as much as possible? And yes, uh, every time I share an article, I tweet it. So I tweet it at the moment when I share it. Right. Say, hey, I just showed an article. And then I share it for uh, almost every day for maybe or five days right. but at different time hours yeah um, and then I try to share it regularly if if the article had some success I try to share it regularly for a few months um, not every day but yeah you know, regularly and uh, if it didn't have any you know any impact or any great feedback um, I will wait a little bit and, and then I'll try to share it one day. <laughs> yeah. You never know, sometimes it's just not the right moment. Sometimes yeah. the article is good, it's just people have something else in mind. <laughs> yeah, sometimes if people are busy, then exactly. post it a month later and everyone's really interested. And exactly. Especially like as the world changes, you know, it might, yeah. something big might have happened that makes your article more. Exactly, and some, some people are really busy in terms of, for example, in terms of events. I know that. Sometimes, I don't understand why, but every event that I have to organize or attend to, or just the same week, yeah. or during two weeks, and I don't understand why. Exactly, it was just, I don't know, everyone was thinking it's the best date, and at the end, it's a terrible date because everyone is doing it. Everyone, yeah. <laughs> so, ha do you manage okay with sort of keeping the two different Twitter accounts? separate are you still yeah. good at sort of writing on both of them and all that sort of thing yeah um it's for me right now it's important to have both accounts separated but at some point i think i would keep them separated but at some point i would try to advertise more the blog on my personal account yeah but i want to be really proud of it first you know oh, like my my lots of my professional uh, network is on my personal Twitter account. Yeah. That sounds weird. <laughs> I understand what you mean. <laughs> but that's it. Um, I really focused my personal account on, you know, virtual reality is really uh, focused, it's really a new technology and it's really a specific industry. So I'm sharing a lot of news. I'm also sharing some things about startups or uh, economic facts in London or many different things. But I also interact a lot about virtual reality with people. And uh, I think it's important for now to keep both accounts a bit separated. Yeah. Now. 
Well, then when we have really the blocks that really want and I really want to advertise it and I really want to make it grow and, and you know, when I would be really proud of the content because for now, well, I started recently, so for now the first 34 were more, okay, I'm starting, I try to find my audience and try to find, you know, my rhythm to write and some habits. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, ha I have developed some habits. I think it was quite fast. I'm happy with that. <laughs> Um, so now I have some habits and... Um, what sort of habits have you, in, term, in terms of writing style or...? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not really about the style because for that I think it will take me more time. Yeah. Literally, as English isn't my first language, yeah. it can be tricky and I may be a bit stressed about that. <laughs> Every time I write an article, I make sure three times, four times that the uh, autograph and because the grammar is, is okay. Yeah. So I check it again and again and again. Um, but then uh, it's more about writing really. Um, for now, for the past weeks, what I did is I had some idea in mind. I tried to just write it down and, and then once a week I tried to really focus on the blog. You know, during, during most of the week it's like, okay, I have some ideas. I just write some quick notes and at the end of the week I try in one day or during the weekend to write the article down, check it and publish it. Right. Now I try to improve that and I actually did a big plan. So I have a schedule of article until for now until mid-October. Um, and I will try to, you know, add some other um, article to schedule later. And uh, what I'm doing right now is I'm, tr I'm trying in the beginning of the week to build the plan of the, of the article that I want to write about. Right. So from Monday, I know exactly what, that, what I'm going to publish and what I'm going to write about. Yeah. So on Monday, I can just write the plan and then um, during the translation or when I'm at home, uh, but not during the translation, yeah. I try to write down and, and add some additional content and really... Um, when I have a plan in mind, it's it's obviously a lot easier to write it. So yeah. it's it goes really faster. And when I'm in transportation, there's nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really focused. That's really great. I was probably because I don't really commute like most of people. Right. So I have um, first that I'm not working um, every day from an office or, right. or anything. So I have really a lot of flexibility. Yeah. It's more about one day I'm going to be in this area of London, the other day I'm going to be in another area or not even in London. Right. So when I'm in when I'm commuting I never know exactly how much time it will take. Um and sometimes it's really late in the evening, like after a meeting event. Right. So um, I have lots of inspiration at this moment for sure during the evening. So I just write nonstop. And uh, and you know sometimes even if I don't have a long time to in the tube, uh, even if it's just ten minutes, in ten minutes I can just read again what I wrote in the morning or the day before, and yeah. I can just improve it. Even if it's just adding one sentence, it's still you know going into it again. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the week, of course, just checking everything and publishing it. But I think it's it's a bit easier this way. So at the beginning of the week. For, the whole week I know exactly what I want to write about. Yeah, and it's nice and easy to sort of have chunks of work that sort of fit in rather than sort yeah. of sitting there on for two hours and then like, right, I'm going to write everything exactly. now. Exactly, because when you try to do that, you don't have any idea. Sometimes yeah. 
And you piece the mistakes if you reread straight after you've written it and things like that. Exactly. You know what you meant to write, so that's what you think of when you're Yeah, you it. need to really have a real break between the moment when you finish to write it down and the moment when you're going to publish it yeah. or to reread it. And that's really interesting. Yeah, I sort of, I'm not very good at sitting down and sort of, or, or working in chunks. I just sort of write whenever I get inspiration and then okay. realise that I haven't written in about <laughs> two months. And Oh no! <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's really hard to. Uh, I met lots of bloggers that really find it hard to stay focused and to really write regularly. Yeah. Um, lots of articles say that you have to write every day, but it's it's hard to write every day for everyone. I yeah. mean, unless you have a specific moment in your day, like some habits, or it's really hard to develop the habits of writing every day. Absolutely, yeah. Depending on your job, of course, but it can be really hard. Um, and I, I guess it depends on of individually if there are more morning people yeah before some people just have inspiration only late in the evening <laughs> yeah so it's it's i think it's hard to find the right reason yeah amandine we're gonna have to finish there but thank you ever so much for your time and for giving us your advice and i'm sure everyone will be going off and experimenting on social media over the next couple of days so um we really look forward to seeing people and don't forget to share with us on social media some of the things that you're up to and how your experiments are going. So once again, thank you.